it was it was complete garbage. I DNF'd my first marathon. Um, it was completely heartbreaking. Dizwins Radio episode five hundred and sixty one starts in three, two. Welcome back to Diz Runs Radio, where I talk with runners from all corners of the running world about running, life, and everything in between. I'm your host, Denny Cray, and it's just about time to head out the door for an easy run and a great conversation. So if you're ready, then I'm ready. Let's get started. Hey guys, uh, real quick before we dive into today's episode, no official sponsor today, which gives me the uh, the opportunity to once again promote the book. So, uh, you know, for those that have been around for a while, you know that this has been a, a long time coming. And for those that are, are newer to the show, um, uh, uh, many moon ago, I started working on a book and the book is finally finished. It is out on Amazon. It is a Kindle version and print on demand so you can get it paperback or digital, whatever your preference is. Um, and the book is called Be Ready on Race Day, which the it's, it's all about what you need to do to uh, to make your own training plan. It's, it's the, the focus of the book. The goal of the book is to bridge the gap between the one-size-fits-all training plan, which, uh, you know, long-time listeners know that uh, I am not a fan of anything one-size-fits-all, especially training plans when it comes to races. So it's, it's an attempt to kind of bridge the gap between that and having a, a full-time coach. So, you know, if, if having a coach is a little bit of a, too much of a strain on the budget or, or for whatever reason, you don't think that it's, it's right for you, but you want a little bit more with your training than just copy paste out of a, out of a book or off of the internet or anything like that. Um, the idea behind behind the book is to help you make that happen. So it's it's designed for half marathons and or marathons, but it really I like to think that the same principles apply to just about any distance. So you know whatever you're focused on, whatever distances you might be racing, um, you know you have to tweak some things and adjust some things a little bit based on those types of distances. But the, the same you know sound training principles are sound training principles, and they go across the board. So if you want to find out more about the book, check it out at bereadyonraceday.com. There's a whole you know some information there kind of what the book, even more about what the book's about. There's, you can get sample chapters, things like that. Um, and if you, if you're all in and you want to grab yourself a copy, head over to Amazon and just search for be ready on race day. And, uh, there's links on the, on the website as well, be ready on race day.com. And you can get, you know, digital print version. And if you want me to sign one, you got to get that through the website, be ready on race day.com and I'll sign it and get it shipped out your way. Um, but anyway, enough, enough self-promotion for, for one episode, right? Uh, let's go ahead and, and dive in to today's episode. Oh yeah. And, uh, one more thing, uh, today's guest lover to death has a little bit of a potty mouth, which isn't, isn't a bad thing and not something I shy away from, but, uh, obviously not something that happens on every episode of the show. So just want to let you know if, uh, a little bit of, of, uh, a handful of four letter words might, uh, offend you, or, you know, if you're listening to this out in the open with other folks, kids, things like that around, uh, might not be the best episode for that. So, uh, just be forewarned that there is a a little bit of cursing. We, we toned it down, but uh, there's there's a little bit of cursing going on in this episode, so just uh, wanted to make you aware of that. So now, now we will officially go ahead and get on with today's episode right now. Hey guys, uh, today's chat is going to be a fun one, so uh, I hope you're buckled up and ready to go. I uh, stumbled across today's guest on Instagram a couple of months back and noticed that she had recently launched a podcast. I also noticed from uh, her bio and from some of her posts that uh, she also seemed like one that likes to uh, maybe curse a little bit like a sailor, which is 
pretty much right up my alley. So uh, without any further ado, I had to check out the show, obviously. Uh, binged on five or six episodes during a run and knew that uh, not only did I like the show and, and, and liked getting to know her that way a little bit, but also was looking forward to uh, inviting her on the show to shoot the breeze as soon as possible. And finally, here we are. So uh, in addition to her running and her podcast, which obviously we'll be talking about, she's also a wife and a mom and has two little ones, which uh, is maybe a whole other uh, topic of conversation for how she's able to run and do all the things she's doing while having a couple of, of young kids. But uh, we'll get to all those things as we come. But uh, without any further ado, it's a pleasure to finally be able to welcome Ms. Chrissy Shreve to the show. Uh, thanks for joining us today, Chrissy. Really appreciate it. Hi, Dan. How are you doing today? I am fantastic. We're recording this literally about two hours or an hour and a half, something like that, after the finish of the Boston Marathon. So that's always exciting. Oh, man. And, you know, it's, it's, it's so just, incredible. It's just running day. But uh, guys, you want to check out Chrissy, what she's got going on in the podcast, things like that. Uh, badcaseoftheruns.com is the website. Bad Case of the Runs is the title of the podcast. So you, whatever podcast app you're listening to the show on to this show on you can probably find hers as well just type that into the search bar uh, on the instagrams the handle is at chrissy the pirate which is uh, a little bit off brand but maybe we can get to that but we'll, we'll see uh, k-r-i-s-s-y the pirate uh, on the facebook's at bad case of the runs and on the twitter at bad case of runs so saving a, a couple of characters and, and shortening that down just a little bit um, and if you're confused at, at all of this uh, we'll have everything linked up as we usually do in the show notes for today's episode you can find it disruns.com slash five six one so chrissy now that all of the uh the house cleaning is out of the way uh time to get down to the, to the brass tacks and that's uh, the the way we start off every episode you're 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 special but you're no different you get you get the same treatment as everybody else does uh and that's just to ask a, a very simple question what is your favorite distance to race and why? So I've been thinking about this and I think, you know, I, I know in a lot of your episodes, it seems to be an overwhelming like half marathon. People are all about the, the 13.1. And I, I mean, I'm pretty much in that boat. I feel like I used to say 13.1 was like just enough where I could hate myself during it. And then I, you know, by the end, I wanted to sign up for another one. But like now, now it's gotten to the point where I just, I figured out like how to fuel for it and just, you know, my, my strategy going into halves. And now it's just like, now I do like 13 every other week. It's, mm. I mean, it's just, it, it seems like the perfect length to me. I'm like, I'm not about the speed. I'm about the miles. I don't settle in until like mile three or four. Right. So it's like 13 is uh, perfect, delicious. Yeah, yeah, that's like you said. That's definitely a, a common answer, um, and and I mean, it really is. It's it's, it's you know, it, it's it's long enough that you definitely have to train for it. Long enough, like you said, that, that you can be a little bit of a slow starter and, and settle in, find your groove, and, and get going for a bit. But uh, you know, once you once you've done it a few times, it doesn't it doesn't beat you up too much. So it is a, a pretty manageable distance. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. Like the last one I did was a few weeks back, and you, you know, I had. I just, I did something a little different and I finally was able to like rein it back in for the first, like, I don't know, like four miles or so. And once I got in that groove, it was just like, just fucking took off. You know, right. it was like, it, it didn't even have to think about it. It was amazing. And the, these people that I had seen in the beginning, you know, you see them go out too fast, no judgment, you know, it happens, <laughs> but like, you know, then I'm like, just hauling ass. And you know, by the last two miles, I, I was just in the groove. I don't know. It's my favorite. I'm hoping, I'm hoping to figure out the 26.2, mm -hmm. you know, but you know, I have New York in November, so, you know, we'll see how the training goes over the summer for that. But yeah, for sure. The half. Yeah. And, sure. and I think all of us can probably relate to, uh, to being that, that guy or that gal that has gone out a little bit too fast or I got it, got caught up in the, the excitement of the beginning of a race. And then, uh, you know, 
really have that reality check somewhere towards the end of the race. And so it's, it's nice when you can finally figure out what you need to do for yourself to, to like you said, rein that in a little bit, keep yourself under control and, and run maybe a, a slightly more tactically smart race or tactically sound race so that you're, you're really able to, to finish strong as opposed to looking like death dragging across the finish line. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, the thing that I've done the past couple of long races that have, um, that I've ran, I actually will listen to like a podcast. I'll throw on a podcast for the first, you know, 40 minutes or so. And that way I'm not like, I'm not, once the music gets going, I just like, I feel like I got to take off and I get, you know, you get sucked into it and, I don't know, the, the talk or an audio book or something like that. And it's just like for the first 40, 45 minutes, if I can do that and just settle in and, you know, just pretend no one else is around me, this is my race, which I, this is only something that like has come about in the past three or four races. Mm-hmm. I've had this epiphany that I'm like, oh, wow, holy shit, I don't have to compete <laughs> against anybody here. Right. Like, you know, this is just for me. This is something I love to do. So like, let's make it the race that, that I, I want to have, you know? So, and it's just, it's just trying to get into that, that mindset before, you know, the gun goes off, but mm-hmm. yeah. And, and something I found, and I don't know, maybe, maybe you've, you've found this as well, but with, with, with doing this different thing where you're listening to something more audio, you know, spoken word at the beginning and, and saving the music for a little bit later is that if you do that, um, in, in my experience, a couple of times with, with some longer races and things like that, it really gives uh, uh, it gives me an extra boost when the music comes in as opposed to kind of having it be this this thing that's been there the whole time. Like if I'm listening to a podcast or like you said, audiobook or just heaven forbid, you know, we, we run without headphones for a little bit. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. And then when you put them in and you get that, that music jolt, um, it really can be, for me, it's, it's been something where, you know, later in the race, I, I, if, I, if I save the music for then, boy, it, it's, it lights a fire under you to, to get you, you know, across the finish line. Oh yeah, absolutely. And there's, there was a study, I can't, you know, I can't, you know, resource it right now off the top of my head, but that, you know, people do run faster and have less pain when they have the music going on in the background. So it's like, so that, that kind of strategy, same sort of thing. Like once I, once the music comes in, I'm like, oh yeah, like ready to go. You know, I'm just, you know, my feet get quicker. You know, I've been doing some interval training and I, you know, the intervals pick up and I don't have to jog as much than I am just slowing down just a smidge for that 30 seconds or a minute or whatever. But man, the music is just, I have these, this set of like 10 to 15 songs that like when they come on, it's like back to back to back, just like light a fire under your ass. It's, it's just, they're perfect. And it's like the same 15 songs, but I like for every race, it seems to just do the trick, you know? So, so you have, you have that, that set playlist or do, do things just kind of come on random when, when you get to them? Uh, I mean, I have like, so I have a running playlist and it's, it's obnoxious. It's, it's so long, but <laughs> I think all of us have that obnoxious yeah. <laughs> running playlist, so you're in good company. Yeah. So, but, but I have like these last like 10 to 15 songs and they, they vary from like rock to, you know, like old 50 cent. It's ridiculous. Like. Mm-hmm. And it's just when I hear them, I'm like, ah, oh, here it is, man. Like, you know, just start to, I don't know, I get in the game and my feet, you know, the, what did Jeff Galloway say? They like, you know, they feel like a tank, you know, they're just like rolling over under your feet. You know, you just, it's just when those certain couple of songs hit, some of them are like happy and I like want to dance while I'm running. It's just, like, I don't know. There's something with those 15 songs that does the trick every mm-hmm. time. It just, they're perfect. Yeah, and talk about having a, a special little, uh, you know, ace up your sleeve type of thing. When you need them, you, you can turn to them and, and bada boom, there, there you go. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So how'd you how'd you get into our sport, Chrissy? Is is uh, I think I know this from from doing a little bit of, of background and listening to your show. But for those that don't, is is running uh, been something that's been a, a lifetime uh, thing, or did you kind of stumble yeah. into it the hard way? Yeah, no, definitely not. No, I I mean like I I put a little bio on my site just to kind of give people background. Like I started running probably about six years ago. I think it was before that though. Like I mean in high school you know, any chance to like be active, I would like, I'd find, I'd be like, nope, you're going to find something else to do. Like we in gym class, I swear, I swear to you, I sat on the corner with, which with a bunch of like the, you know, the stoners and stuff like that. (laughs) I wasn't one of them. Okay. But we just would hang out on the side. And at the end of the semester, I asked the teacher if I could write a paper about a sport and still get a good grade. And he let me fucking do it. <laughs> and so I got an A plus in gym and I sat on my ass the entire time. <laughs> so, I mean, like that's, that, I mean, that's, that's basically how it was for a long time. It wasn't until I was living down in Austin and, uh, you know, I, I had been overweight for a while. I had lost the weight, been going to the gym and everything like that. We bought a house and a neighborhood that had sidewalks and it wasn't close to the gym. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go for a run. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do it. Like, right. Like no problem. Just lace up and go. And I had like my $10 Marshalls Puma (laughs) crap shoes. And I just, you know, I just, I just went out and it was like 95 degrees outside. I think I made it to like, I don't know, the end of the street, which wasn't very far. (laughs) Like it was less than a quarter of a mile. And I was like, oh man, this is going to go one or two ways. (laughs) So, but for whatever reason, I decided to, to keep on doing it. I walked, I ran, I walked, I ran, and I did end up doing like two miles that day. And I remember taking a shower and being like, oh, well, I didn't die. So that's a plus. (laughs) And, you know, my, you know, eventually my breast slowed down. I got, you know, I was able to, uh, get myself back together. And, and then I, then I skipped a day and then I just kept doing it every other day. Eventually, like two months down the line, I got fitted for the right shoes. And that was like a whole new world. Um, I signed up for my first half before I did any other race Mm -hmm. at all. Like I just, I was like two months into it and I was like, you know what I can do? I can run a half marathon and that's (laughs) what I'm going to do. So I signed up for the, for the 3M, um, in January down there. And then I kind of had this like epiphany where I was like, oh, my God, I've not run any races at all. I have no experience in doing this. <laughs> so I signed up for like a quick 5K just to like do something. Mm-hmm. And I I remember going to that and I had done like a 10 mile uh, long run the day before and, and being like, oh, God, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can do this. Like, remember, my husband was with me, and I was freaking out because there was, like, not a lot of people. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to be last. So scared, right? And, like, my pace at that time was probably, like, 11 to 12. It wasn't fast by any means, but Mm -hmm. it was good for me, you know? So my first mile in that 5K, because I was so scared shitless, like, it was (laughs) – it was like 7:34. It oh, was Lord. I like I like <laughs> shot out of there like <laughs> It was amazing. <laughs> but also like and I knew I was going too fast that I just like I couldn't help myself. I didn't want to be last. I was so scared. So, I ended up being first in my age group in my wow. first 5K. Nice. But like that has never that's never happened again. Like <laughs> <laughs> it was like the first race jitters or whatever. Mm. It was just like 
I don't know. I, I remember crossing the finish line and then being like, Chris, are you from Round Rock, Texas? And I just like screamed and like ran across <laughs> the line. And then they put up the results and I was like, first, are you fucking kidding me? I, I smoked people. Like, <laughs> so that was, that's, I mean, that's basically it. And then from there, I just like, I signed up for another half before I even finished my other half. Mm. I was like, this is it for me, man. This is it. Like the, you know, and I had been trying to lose weight too. So the weight started coming off a little bit and I just, I don't know. I just, finally it got around to the point where like, it wasn't a physical thing. It was Mm. more that my head needed it. And you know, you know, the runner's high, you feel Mm -hmm. good afterwards. And that's just, and that's, that's to the point where we're at now, you know, like I take a rest day and I feel like complete garbage. (laughs) I know I have to do it, but it's like, it's, oh man, it's hard. (laughs) Right. Oh yeah. You're preaching to the choir there. Um, with, with that first half marathon that that you signed up for before you'd done anything else, what what was like, I I hate to ask it this way, but what was the, what was, was there a logic behind that? What was the reason, you know, going that, like, you just didn't know any better or what, why? I just, I, I was like, you know, cause I was, you know, I was doing like five to six miles, like, you know, not fast or anything like that, but it was just, it was something in the future. And I was like, Oh, January in Austin, that should be like cooler weather. That should be pretty good. And I'm like 13.1. I could do that. I didn't, and, and I, when I got into running, I said, Oh, I'm not going to do races. Uh, you know, and I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, and then, <laughs> And I remember I was talking to some of the people that I worked with and I was toying with the idea. And then I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. And like, before I even like had a second thought, like my credit card was out of my wallet and I was at work at my desk and I just signed up just like right there, you know, (laughs) printed it out. And then I was like, oh my God, what have I done? (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, logic, no, none. It was more of a, I just really want to do this. (laughs) Were there any, um, you know, in, in that, that kind of leading up to it, um, were, were there lots of doubts? Were you pretty confident? Like, like, cause I, again, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's one of those things where maybe, maybe you don't know anything, you don't know enough to, to know what you don't know type of, of situations. But I, I just got to imagine that there had to been some, for me, there would have been some second doubts or some, 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 uh, there was like, I remember, um, during like, you know, there's usually not as much, a big a taper as, you know, for a half than there's a regular marathon, but you know, I had done, I had planned to go out for a 10 mile or two weeks out. And I remember only making it eight because it was, it just, I wasn't feeling good. I was, oh, I think I had just like overdone it completely. You know, it was, you know, it's Texas, it's hot. It was, it was awful. And like, up until that point, I was like, I'm going to finish. It's going to be great. And it was like that eight miler before. And I was like, oh my God, like, how, how am I going to like, there's five more miles on top of that, dude. Like how, what? Like, how am I going to do that? Like, (laughs) and then, but the thing is, is like, I had my mom flying down from, from here, from New Hampshire, um, along with my stepmom and stuff like that. And it like, I'm like, well, God, I kind of have to like, (laughs) and, uh, man though, when it happened with that day was the coldest day in, in Austin. Like I thought, you know, forties, fifties, like that's, you know, perfect. It'll be 55, 60. When I finish, it was like below freezing. When I started, it was bullshit. Like (laughs) I, like, I was like, this is not the the weather that I'm used to training in. And you know, I'm, you know, this might hurt me. My lungs are going to hurt. And like, 
I just, I kept it, I, I was very good. I kept it slow going out of the gate and just, and then like out of nowhere, like seven miles was gone and it was faster than I expected to be. Mm-hmm. And I had to like call my husband and my mom and be like, I, you guys got to come to the finish line sooner, which is <laughs> awesome. Um, but they're like eating breakfast somewhere like half an hour away. I'm like, you guys better like get moving. Right. <laughs> But it was, I mean, it was, that was a great race. It was, I mean, I was so scared going into it, but I had a big donut the day before (laughs) and it just like, it went perfectly. Like I couldn't have, I don't know. I mean, afterwards I felt like, I felt like death, but Mm. I mean, during it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then everything, everything just goes from there. And and sometimes it's it's funny how, you know, you do something that, that first time, maybe not knowing any better. and, And sometimes that can be you know, one of the, the best, you know, I, I've, I've talked to people where that's been like the best race is the first time where they didn't know what to expect. And all of a sudden, like, you know, several races later, they're still trying to, to live up to, to that race. But have you, have you, you know, for lack of a better way of asking it again, like, has that been, um, have you, have you, I don't know how exactly I want to say this, but um, <laughs> I'll just spit it out. You know, that was a great race. You know, is that, yeah. is that still one of the, the better races or, or have things, you know, kind of, you know, this most recent one sounds like it went pretty good with pacing and yeah. things like that. But, you know, it, was that the best race for a little while or, or you know, was that just the that start was the of, best of a good race. Yeah, that was the best race for a good while. And, you know, it was like it was my first real, real like, you know, I like I said, I wasn't active at all as, you know, I was an artsy fartsy kind of high school kid. I like this wasn't this isn't. This is something I really had to work for, and it was just, it was all the emotion behind it, and just everybody being there. I mean, it will always have, I don't, I don't know if any other race is gonna, gonna beat that feeling, just because of that, it just, oh god, there was just so much emotion, like, coming down that last little downhill into the, into the finish uh, corrals, like, I don't know, maybe New York, uh, maybe New York when that happens. I don't know. I can't even like, I think about it and I just, I start freaking out a little bit, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. The Austin 3M, that was, I'd love to go back and do that again, just to see what my time would be now that since, since then, since I've PR right. from that race, like just to, just to compare, like maybe next, maybe next winter we'll go down there and do that again. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, it, and, and like you said, I mean, it's, it's, it's a cool thing to be able to, you know, maybe go back and do the same course, you know, se- several years later and kind of, and, and have a little bit better way to measure the, the growth because it's, it's, you know, like even, even though it was a great day and, and like you said, all the emotions, the, the first time, things like that, um, as a runner, you've certainly grown since then. So yeah, it'd be, it'd be an interesting comparison. Well, and that's the thing is like, I'm in better shape now than I was then after two kids, I've had better times now. So I'm like, Oh man, I'm like, I'm chasing two fifteen right now. That's kind of, that's kind of in my head. And I think maybe after New York, maybe sub two will be something I really start working on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, that race, I mean, it's a net downhill, that mm-hmm. entire race. There's one big hill right at the end, which, uh, you know, go figure. But <laughs> um, but I, I would be interested to see just like the difference between, you know, five, six years ago and now. Right. Yeah. So you mentioned uh, New York a couple times, and so it's it's, it's worth bringing up. Um, and and again, I kind of know a little bit from listening to to the podcast that you know, like a lot of folks, you throw your name in the hat, like ah oh, maybe maybe I'll get into New York, you know who knows, we'll see. And then you know, sure as shit, you, you, your credit card gets charged, and well, I guess I guess we're going to New York this year. Um, and, and is that going to be, if, if memory serves, maybe like your your second marathon or or third or I know it's not your first, right? 
No. So, okay. So the whole thing with the marathon, okay, <laughs> we have some PTSD there and I, there's a whole episode on it, but like briefly I had trained for a marathon, uh, back in 2014 it was. And I flew up here to do the Bay State Marathon, um, which is out in Lowell because, you know, flat, fast, da, 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 da. Mm. And so, and I had done like four 20 mile training runs beforehand and they like, they increasingly got better. And I tried to be, you know, I tried to give myself way more than enough taper time too. It was, it was complete garbage. I DNF'd my first marathon. Mm. Um, It was completely heartbreaking. Um, I went back to Texas and just like bawled after I got off the airplane and like was just like so angry such just oh god and I remember I was like well you know what there's no marathons coming up in Texas anytime soon so I I made one for myself Mm -hmm. I was so mad at myself (laughs) so I you know I made the route and I ordered myself my own little medal that says (laughs) 26.2 on it and I just did it Come to find out, two weeks later, I was actually pregnant. Mm. Um, so that's that was why that was complete garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I was I could not wrap my head around it at the time, though. I was just like, "What is going on?" I made it halfway, and I just I, I was pale, I was sick, I was nauseous. It was it was awful, and it sucked because like I flew all the way up here. My mm. friend drove up from Connecticut. I had family there. Da 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 da, and it, it was just, it was awful. So awful. So this is like, this is my vengeance race. Gotcha. So I guess first official, um, you know, but I've done, I've done the distance, you know, a couple of times since then, but it's, I, this will be the first official and I can't think of a better one to have, you know, as far as crowd support goes. Mm-hmm. And I don't know when I threw my name into it, I was like, I'm not getting in. It's like 15% chance. Like I didn't get into Chicago and that's the race that everybody gets into. Yeah. Like 65%. I was like, when that charge didn't show up, I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Like, are you serious? And then, and then, uh, you know, so I was like, Oh, you know, I I might throw my name into New York, but like the chances are so slim. I don't even know if I want to get hung up on that. Did it anyway got hung up on it, said I wasn't going to like refresh my uh, bank account all day. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did at work. That's all I did at work that day was like, <laughs> whoop, sign in, whoop, sign in, nothing, nothing, nothing. And somewhere around like 1030, it was like, whoop, minus $300 New York Roadrunners. I was like, I almost fell out of my chair. Like <laughs> I had to like go over to like the other girl that I run with at work. And I'm like, D- this is, is this for real? And she goes, I think so, but it still said pending, so mm-hmm. I was like not totally sold on it. And then all of a sudden, I got the insurance paperwork that because I paid the twenty dollars. So I'm like three hundred dollars for a race. Yeah, I'll pay twenty dollars for the insurance. Jesus, Just in like, case, yeah. Um, but then the insurance paperwork came through, like confirming it, and I was like dancing around and like <laughs> that's why I did like a special like ten minute episode that night because I was so fucking excited. I'm still excited just talking about it. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, well, and, and I mean, yeah, like like you said, I mean, what what better race to to make your first uh, you know official triumphant return to the marathon? Although I would make the argument that the uh, the shits and giggles marathons, which I've I've run several of them myself as well, where it's just like go out and knock out twenty six point two miles by yourself just to to pretend like you're a badass. Um, yeah. Those those still count, even though maybe the the medals aren't as fancy and it's not as much uh, publicity. Um, so this would be you know. The, the first well, maybe official see, that's one. what I said. I said, you know, like maybe it's just me because, you know, I it makes me feel better. But like 
a marathon is the distance, right? It's 26.2. <clears throat> you do 26.2 miles, you're a marathoner, all right? So it's like, I feel like, ah, I still have the designation technically in my book. So, eh. Yeah, no, you know. <laughs> I, I, I totally agree. And, and um, I mean, New York, I mean, well, whew, like big city, like you said, big crowd support. Um, that's going to be a, a, one of those where you're definitely going to have to rein yourself in early because it'll be it'll oh be real easy to go out too hard on that on that day. Well, I know that's what people are saying too. They're like, you're going to get caught up in that first bridge, and I'm like, all right, well, you keep saying that. I'm going to make sure that I don't. Like, yeah. I'll just I'll hang I'll hang back. I'm sure I'm going to be in one of the last waves anyway. Just be you know based on what my estimated finishing time is. But like, I, you know, I think if I if I can just keep doing what I've been doing and, you know, I've been reading your book and I'm trying to, you know, integrate some of that, uh, you know, training and coming up with my own kind of plan. And just, if I can keep that sort of strategy going, staying slow in the first, I mean, I've, I've heard, you know, you take, you take the marathon as like a 20 mile longer run, take it slower and then a six mile race to the finish. So I think if I can kind of think of it like that and, uh, I don't know, like, you know, save the music for later. Same thing, mm-hmm. you know, just yeah. if I can, if I can keep up that strategy, I, I think I'm going to be, I, I know I can do it. That's not the problem. Right. It's just getting, sticking with it. And the discipline sometimes is kind of hard, but I'll just, I just got to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. And, and, you know, and it sounds like, I mean, obviously there's lots of time between now and then, but you yeah. know, you, you'll have a plan and, and, and stick with it. And, you know, maybe that's really, you know, depending on how your training goes and you're like, I don't know, should I do run walk? Should I not like do that for the first five miles so that you're, you're forced, you know, the, the watch beeps or whatever. Like I have to yeah, walk absolutely. now, which helps keep you from going too crazy at the beginning. And then mm-hmm. if, if you feel good, then you can, you know, just run or you can extend the brakes or, you know, like I, I've heard you talk about before where instead of walking, it's just a, a slower run and then, you know, back to normal pace and whatever. But, you know, having mm-hmm. some type of strategy like that kind of help keep you, keep you on track and, and prevent you from getting too excited. Although it's going to be, it's still going to be exciting. Let's not kid ourselves. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, it's man. I can't like, I'm, I think, what I'm most excited for just because it's, I've seen it in so many movies and, you know, having watched like parts of the New York marathon and stuff like that is a Brooklyn bridge. Mm-hmm. I like, I, oh, I just picture it in my head and I think I'll see that and I'll be like, Holy crap, man, this is, this is for real right now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, good. Uh, I mean, it's, it's going to be exciting. And certainly uh, I'm looking forward to uh, a summer and, and fall of, of, training updates on, on your podcast and, and certainly can't wait to hear how it goes for you when, uh, when it finally gets here. And, and speaking of, of the podcast, I mean, there's another, you know, clearly one of the, the things that, that helped us to, to get connected to begin with, yeah. but, um, what was, what was the, uh, the impetus behind, behind starting the old, uh, bad case of the runs podcast for you? Well, so, so I had worked in radio for a very short time. I had, I had always grown up like this is going to sound so silly, but I had, you know, I had my boom box when I was little and I would record myself all the time. I'd make radio shows and it, I, I loved doing that. I had my little cassettes and everything like that. And I always wanted to get back into it. It just, you know, radio never paid all that well. I didn't have health insurance. So <laughs> I had to like, I had to eventually kind of grow up from that, you know, a little bit. But now this world of podcasting, like I can, you know, I've got my setup at home in a desk and I can do it at night, you know, once my kids go to bed and what I get to talk about running and I just like conversate with myself basically. (laughs) And it's like, it's such, it's such good therapy for me. And like, you know, I write my show notes throughout the week and everything like that. And I, I, it's just, 
it's just these like my, my some of my two favorite things like because I went to school for a little while for like audio and digital mm-hmm. recording and stuff like that. So I get to finally like bring that back in, albeit you know it's on a very small scale. But you know, and I get to, and I get to talk about my running. It's just like it's perfect, you know. <laughs> oh, you're, you're talking. You're talking to, to you know, <laughs> preaching to the choir there. It's it is a fantastic way to to nerd out about something that you enjoy doing, and you don't have to bore the the spouse or the friends or things like that that don't care about your running. Like you can you can just talk, and and theoretically, people are listening and they enjoy hearing you talk about it. Yeah, and you know, the, the whole thing with calling it a bad case of the runs, obviously a freaking di- diarrhea metaphor. <laughs> like, obviously, I mean, I love running. I try not to take it too seriously. I try not to, you know, like, yes, I do speed work, but, you know, it's, it's, for anyone that's not listening, it's just, you know, I try to just be easy about it. You know, not everyone's on the same wavelength. Not everybody's, you know, on the same journey in their, in, you know, their running life, if you will. You know, some people are at 14, 15 mile paces. Some are at, you know, six, five, six, mm-hmm. like those incredible fat, you know, it's just, I try to, try to not differentiate between that. And it's just like to talk about running, not too seriously and, just you know just the the fucking love for it you know it's like it took me so long to come around to it and now that i just i i would talk about it 24 hours a day probably (laughs) if if people would listen to me 24 hours a day like but you know the thing is is my husband doesn't know what paces are he doesn't know what's quote-unquote good for me or what's you know what's not and you know it's it's so hard to kind of incorporate that when people don't run and, you know, and do this, you know, every few weekends or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's nice to have that outlet. And now, you know, now people like, you know, people email in and, you know, people have my sticker and they hold up my, you know, sticker and take a picture of it on Instagram. And it's like, I, oh man, it's, it's unbelievable. It's Mm -hmm. unbelievable. And like people, people are listening to me and, and, agree and you know want to talk to me about it's fucking fantastic (laughs) i love it i absolutely love it yeah, no, I, I, you're, you're, again, you're not going to get any arguments from me. It's, it's, it's been something that I've, it's been a, you know, started, for me, it started very much, I, I think, kind of similar to you, a, a passion project, something I enjoyed to do. And it just, you know, you never know where things evolve to and, and, and kind of grow and become something bigger than, at least in my case, you know, bigger than, than I could have ever uh, expected when I first started. So, you know, you're, it, it's, it's cool to, to hear that excitement in your voice and, 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 and kind of think back to where I was at, you know, episode 10, 12, 15, and be like, oh, like, like who would have ever thought that, that I'd be here four years later still doing it? Like it's, it's just, it's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I just, you know, it's, it's sometimes, it's sometimes so hard to fit in between the work and the kids and, you know, the husband and, you know, trying to, trying to have like that quality of life and that balance sort of thing. But, you know, for right now, running is my thing, right? This is the, the one thing I really do for myself. So running in the podcast, like I, I try to take a little bit of time every few days during the week to, to do it. And it's so hard. And, you know, it's it's sometimes, you know, people don't understand. People are like, oh, you have to do that right now. Like, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> like, yes, I do. Right now, I have to do that. <laughs> I told you what I'm going to do tonight. That's what I'm going to do tonight. It takes discipline when you, you know, just like running, you know, mm-hmm. to to sit down and write show notes and edit and have your show together and, I think people, you know, it's just, it's, it's so hard. Like 
sometimes with the spouses, I don't, I don't know if you're in the same boat there, but it's just like, you know, it's, it's like, this is supposed to be for fun. Why, why is it taking up so much time? Like, this is my thing, man. This is my thing. So I have to take this time for me. I have to. Otherwise, I would go crazy. <laughs> right. Well, and, and, you know, I think that, that to some degree, a lot of people struggle with this. And I think that maybe moms struggle with it a little bit more. I know my wife does, too, where it's like, you know, so busy trying to do for do for the spouse, do for the kids, do for work that you, mm-hmm. you forget or, or overlook the importance of taking care of, of yourself. And, and I mean, I, you know, I, I think that maybe it's somewhat human nature, but again, at least from, from in my, in my household, I see it with my wife all the time where it's like, babe, just, you know, go out with your girlfriend for, for a night. Like I can take, I can take care of things. We will, you know, the house will still be here. The baby will still be alive. Like, like it'll be okay. Um, and just have that, that time for yourself. So it's awesome that you're able to, to carve out that time. Like you said, be dedicated to it, commit to it with, with your running, with the podcast, things like that, that, that fill you up a bit and, and, allow you to then, you know, be even, even a better spouse, being an even better mom, being an even better employee because you're getting your own needs filled in, in the way that you need it as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, to, to, to that end on the, on the spouse end too, you know, he, de- he is really good about like, he knows when I'm like super cranky pants about like, <laughs> on a, you know, after a rest day or something like that. He's like, do you just need to go? Just go, mm-hmm. just go for a run, come back. Like, I'm like, Yes. I will be back. Give me like a half an hour. I just like, I just need to like shoot out the door. I'll come back. I'll come back a better person. I promise. <laughs> I always do. So <laughs> yeah, I think, I think everybody that's, that is a, uh, you know, every runner that's married to a non-runner spouse, or even if you're, even if your spouse is a runner too, has probably had that conversation at one point or another where I, it's for me, it usually takes about two days because I'm, I'm pretty good about taking a rest day, at least mm-hmm. one, one every week or so. And, and yeah. actually kind of a second one in the middle of the week. So, um, but yeah, if, if something happens where I miss that for uh, or, or don't get out there for a few days, yeah, Rebecca's just like, hey, just go, come back in a half an hour, be a normal person again, um, and and life can go on again as as scheduled. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> what what you know, kind of getting back to the podcast a little bit. What has been yeah. uh, the biggest surprise for you in the whatever it's been a couple three months now that you've been been doing the show? What's what's something that yeah. you didn't even expect at the beginning and, and maybe has, has come to fruition at this point? Uh, just how much interaction, I guess, at this point, um, you know, cause I, I did a lot of, uh, of planning work for it. Cause I didn't, I, you know, I, when I was on maternity leave with my son, this is when the idea kind of came up. And so I would spend, you know, he'd be up, you know, half the night anyway. So I'd be up on my phone researching things, you know, microphones, what are the best, what's the best software I should be using, you know, show ideas, stuff like that. And, you know, it's just, it was so much planning so that when it finally came to be, I'm like, Oh my God, like, I bet what I'm going to have like two people listen to this (laughs) and I'm going to know those two people. Like, but the fact that, you know, I, I started putting it out there and I, you know, I try to try to post something at least, you know, Instagram, Facebook, they're all connected at this Mm -hmm. point, but like, you know, a couple times a day just to like have some engagement. And the fact that the, that whole part of my podcast where, you know, I say a song for your running playlist, I kind of started with songs for my own running playlist. Mm-hmm. And then slowly people started trickling in with, you know, what they've been listening to or a song that they've had and people have been writing in. And I just, I found so many awesome new songs to add to my own list. Like mm-hmm. when I go out for a run now too. And I just, I love the interaction. Someone that listens to, to yours wrote to me and just out of nowhere, just, he goes, you know, I heard about you on, uh, from Denny's podcast and, you know, I, I love it and you're doing mm-hmm. a great job and, da, da, da. and I was like, holy cow, man, that's amazing. That's just like, it's, it doesn't, 
I don't know. It doesn't take a lot for me to get excited. And it's just it's little things like that that just keep me wanting to keep keep on keeping on, like keep making the show, keep writing the notes, keep, you know, staying up late to edit the show. You know, Mm -hmm. it's just it's it's just the little things. And the fact that I it seems to be ramping up a little bit, which is awesome and also scary at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) But it's it's God, I can't every time I get an email or Instagram message or you know, I see the numbers kind of start popping up a little bit on, you know, on the stat side. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, man, this is incredible. Like, I, this is something I love to do. I love to talk about. And and people are actually listening to me talk about it. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's 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 I mean, as you said, the the, the interaction that you get is is priceless. And um, I'm glad you're getting it because it took me a while to get many people to, to chime in. But now we now we're starting to get a little bit more interaction mm-hmm. here. So it's, it's always nice to, to hear folks and, you know, have that that interaction, people, people talking about your show and, and, and you know, sharing it with others and things like that. It's it's it's, it's really cool. What's been yeah. the uh, the hardest part of it that maybe you didn't anticipate was going to be an issue and, and it has turned out to be something that is, is a bit of a struggle with the show? I mean, it's just, it's, you know, between, it's probably somewhere between two things. It's probably a little bit of scheduling. I think, I think it, I need to actually like write it down on a calendar. Like I need to have X, Y, and Z amount of time at night, you know, to do this. Like, this is what I need to do Monday. This is what I need to do Wednesday. It was kind of loosey goosey in in the beginning. Cause it was, you know, I had a couple of, of shows in the can and ready to go. And now that I'm kind of like up to speed and I, you know, I like doing it weekly to kind of keep people abreast of like training and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But it's, I, there are some days where, you know, the kids aren't co- cooperating or, you know, I get stuck at work a little bit later and, you know, it, it ends up being, and, you know, and I still want to fit in a run too, selfishly. So I'm like, run at like eight o'clock at night, get off the treadmill come over to the, you know, my desk, record, write some show notes. And it's, it's, it's really the scheduling. I think mm-hmm. just between like the full-time job and the two kids and one's not sleeping through the night yet. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And just coffee is, I mean, <laughs> I, <laughs> I drink so much coffee, so <laughs> but really, yeah, the scheduling for sure. I think, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's I I don't know about you, but I know for me I didn't realize nearly as much time as it takes on the on on all of the the aspects besides just the the time that you spend talking into the microphone. Um so that was a big eye opener for me. It sounds like maybe that's been a little bit of the case of like you said scheduling right. scheduling enough time to do all of the ancillary things that you don't think about when you're subscribed to somebody's show and you're like, oh, you know, there's a, a 30 minute episode. Like that's perfect. And it's like, yeah, that 30 minute episode probably took four hours to, to get everything done. Well, yeah. Yeah. And you know, and the thing is too, is, you know, I have, I have some, the show notes are relatively basic. You know, I have mm-hmm. kind of like an outline of where I want to go, but my show's like pretty conversational with myself. Um, but they've been lately, I feel like I have, I've had more and more to say in the episodes and they keep getting like progressively <laughs> longer. I'm trying not to like go over that 30 minute time frame Cause I, you know, I'm like, Oh, I know a lot of people listen, you know, on their ride to work or something like that. Or I don't know, for me, 30 minutes kind of seemed like a good happy medium. And at first I was having like trouble meeting 20, 25. Mm-hmm. Now it's hitting like, 27 28 and i'm like whoa i gotta like i really gotta like rein it in with what i talk about <laughs> well yeah and, and and that's the i think that's the the podcaster's curse is like you, you start to to get to where you, know, you get the microphone in front of you and you're just like oh i just gotta i just gotta go like i just i've got things to say and and you're 
pulling stuff out of, out of who knows where and, and you just keep going yeah. and the next thing you're like oh shit like that was like like has been happening with my quick tips lately where they're supposed to be about 15 minutes it's like oh well we're going to be at 27 minutes for this one today but uh, i guess it's not so quick anymore but people, well, I know people it. don't mind too much <laughs> they can just press pause and get back to it whenever they're ready yeah yeah and that's what i keep at the end i keep saying uh we keep going a bit longer today <laughs> <laughs> every time <laughs> yeah yeah well it's 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 a great show and definitely uh i, I am, am glad that you're that you're doing it and, and hope that uh you know you, you don't suffer the the fate of a lot of of folks who get into it and think it's going to be great and then all of a sudden they just disappear i, I hope you, you you know we're having this conversation a couple of years from now and the show's still going strong and again guys yes. bad case of the runs if you haven't checked it out yet uh and you don't mind a little uh a little cursing which we, you know, we're getting through <laughs> that today as well but uh you know if you don't mind a little bit of that uh it's it's a it's a good it's a good listen and something that i tend to look forward to Mondays is usually the day that it comes out, right? Monday mornings. Yep. Mondays. I, I had the one uh, special Thursday right. uh, podcast with the, with the New York marathon thing, but generally it's Mondays. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so get that into your feed if you haven't done so already. Um, Chrissy, as, as we're getting to the, to the point of wrapping up today, yep. um, I have to, I have to end with a philosophical question. Again, uh, you can't, mm-hmm. uh, can't veer too much from the, uh, the, 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 the regular, mm-hmm. regularly scheduled programming here. Um, and, and something that you've kind of, of referenced a little bit, but I, I would just love to maybe circle back to, to the, the, the balance and, and finding a way to do it all because, um, you know, it, it is tough. And, and a lot of folks that, that are listening, a lot of folks that just, you know, have, have all of their things in life, whether it's, it's young kids, whether it's, it's work demands, whether it's, it's whatever it is, you know, there's, there's only so many hours in the day. Um, and, and, you know, for, for you, I know, like you said, you've got, you've got the, the young one that's, that's still not sleeping through the night yet all the time. So, so there's that struggle and, and work and, and spouse, I mean, all the things we've talked about so far. Um, what, what is your best, you know, what works best for you when it comes to, finding the balance to do, to do all the things that need to be done. Uh, obviously everybody has their own, their own method, their own, uh, own way to, to balance and make things work. Maybe it's coffee, maybe it's this, maybe it's that, whatever it is. Um, but, but how have you found to, to keep the podcast going, which we've just discussed is a lot more work than people sometimes think, keep training, running. I mean, you're, you're, you're you know, we'll be ramping up towards a marathon before too much longer, um, mm-hmm. work all of, all of the things. How do you, how do you keep all of the plates up in the air without, uh, having just a colossal train wreck of, of shattered dishes on the, on the floor. Every single day. <laughs> uh, well, sometimes there are, uh, you know, the <laughs> dishes broken on the floor, let's be honest, but, um, really it's just, I, you know, I try to try to keep a routine and I, I try to, I, you know, even if it's just for, for 10 minutes in the car by myself, after I drop my kids off at daycare and I'm driving to work, you know, turn up the tunes really loud and just like de-stress, mm. you know, it's, the, you know, the routine, it sounds mundane, right? But it works. I, you know, I get up in the morning, I have my coffee, you know, I have the kids stuff ready, you know, getting all that, you know, lunches and, you know, meal planning and all that stuff out done the night before or, you know, for the week ahead. So that that's less time that it's going to take out of the rest of my week. Um, you know, sometimes I, I don't eat dinner with, uh, with my kids and husband. I mean, I'm, I'm there, you know, but you know, if I have to run, I'm not going to run on a, you know, stomach full of fucking spaghetti or whatever, you know, (laughs) it's like, (laughs) but, um, you know, but still being there and being present for, for my kids. And, um, it's, it's, it's really, I, you know, sometimes I don't even know how, how it all happened, but I know people, people work through a lot more than what, you know, what I'm working through right now. It's, but again, we just we just have our set routine. The kids are usually, at the very least, the three-year-old is in bed by 7.30. The baby, he's seven months now, you know, at least his first stretch starts about the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's like those precious hours between like 
7.30 and midnight, which sounds obscene, but, <laughs> you know, that, you know, I, I'll watch something with my husband on TV and and then I'll, you know, he'll he'll go upstairs and then I'll, you know, squeeze in a run at night if I can and then and then do the podcast stuff, mm-hmm. you know. Sometimes the podcast, you know, writing the show notes happens at, you know, the same time as sitting on the couch where we're just kind of farting around or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, and it's, it's, it's so hard to keep that balance. And it's, 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 sometimes it's really half-assing it, honest to God, like, <laughs> it's so, it's so hard, but it's just making sure, you know, the kids and the husband are first, mm-hmm. right? They have, they, they're absolutely first. And then as long as I can, you know, keep my wits about me with the running and realize that, you know, some nights it's not always going to happen. You know, every weekend it's like, I may not get that, you know, the run that I want in because, you know, my husband has to, you know, work weekends sometimes. And I'm, you know, I have the kids. Mm -hmm. That being said, last weekend with the kids, both, both napped, if you can believe that. (laughs) And I got eight miles in on the treadmill, so I couldn't believe it. So it's just, it's taking, and it's taking those chances when they happen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's, yeah, it, you know, it's a lot. But really, I, I think when it, when it boils down to it, I think it's the routine and trying to keep that routine. And if I can have that, then generally everything else kind of falls into place, kind of, kind most of. days. So, <laughs> yeah, well, and, and I mean, and that's that's uh, uh, something that I'm a big, a big fan of, too, in all areas, whether it's it's, you know business life, whether it's family life, whether it's running life, mm-hmm. you know, when, when, when you have that routine and, and yeah, shit's going to happen from time to time. The dishes are going to crash to the floor, whatever. But for the most part, if, if you have that routine, it, it makes things as close to doable as you're going to get, maybe not make it easy, but it makes it somewhat manageable, hopefully. Yeah. And you know, the thing is, is, you know, running in the podcast, this is stuff I want to do. Right. You know, I'm like, you know, I'm driven to do it and I'm going to find a way to do it, you know, be with, you know, my kids and husband, I, you know, they will always, like I said, they'll always be first. I, you know, will always do anything for them, but the running and the podcast are is stuff I want to do. So I, I will carve out time for that. I will seek out, you know, the opportunity to work on that when I can. So, yep. Yep. That's, yep. that's I love it all about the priorities, the routine and, and, and making, making things that you want to happen, actually making them happen. So mm-hmm. uh, keep on, keep on keeping on sister. Like, like I said, <laughs> I, I, I'm a big fan of the show and, and, uh, um, I, I, I always look forward to, you know, usually, usually it's, it's my Monday. Um, cause I, I listen to everything on two X speed. So I kind of go for something longer usually when I go run, but then like yep. when I'm, when I'm back to the house and kind of getting things ready in the morning, I'm like, up oh, Monday morning. Let me listen to what, what, what's Chrissy rambling on about today. Let's, let's have a little fun there. So, uh, guys, once again, if you haven't checked out the show yet, Bad Case of the Runs is the title. Badcaseoftheruns.com is the website. And all over the social medias uh, on Instagram at Chrissy the Pirate, K-R-I-S-S-Y, the Pirate. Uh, Facebook at Bad Case of the Runs. And on the Twitters at Bad Case of Runs. Dizruns.com slash 561 is the show notes for today's episode. Uh, and you can always head over there and collect any links that uh, that uh, you didn't get while we were, you know, while, while you're out and out and about and doing whatever it is you're doing today. If you want to connect with Chrissy, uh, check out her show, all those good things. Dizruns.com slash 561. So, uh, Chrissy, thank you uh, once again for, for taking the time today for, for you know, not like, you, not like you're not busy enough. You, you still found yeah. a way to, to squeeze me into the routine today. So I, I appreciate the time. And, and like I said, keep on keeping on. Nothing, best, uh, nothing but the best going forward. And so looking forward to staying in touch and, uh, and uh, just watching your show continue to grow. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you so much. 
All right, guys. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode of the show. Hope that you enjoyed the conversation between Chrissy and myself. And as always, I'd be curious to know what stood out to you from this episode. What was something that uh, that we talked about today that uh, maybe, uh, you know, nestled into your brain a little bit or struck a, struck a nerve or struck a chord or somehow for some reason got your attention a little bit more than everything else that was discussed today. For me, it, it came towards the end today uh, when Chrissy was talking about, you know, kind of how she balances everything. And, and you know, I, I, I do think that that's something that all of us struggle with. No, you know, I mean, I struggle with it, you know, how to get everything done for work, still be, you know, good and, and present as, as a husband and as a dad, still get my training in, still maybe have a little bit of fun for myself once in a while. Um, social media. I mean, there's, there's all of the things that we're balancing. You know, so you, you can, you can, um, you know, I, I don't think that anybody has it necessarily easier when it comes to trying to, to do all of the things that, uh, we want to do slash need to do in our regular life. And, you know, when talking to Chrissy about that, she, she really kind of stressed that, uh, her routine is important and, and it sounds boring. And I think she even used the words mundane. It sounds mundane sometimes to be focused on a routine, but, it's, it's so vital. It's so vital to, to just kind of, you know, n- not have to think, not have to make decisions. I know there's, there's been books written and, and studies published about decision fatigue, where if, if you, you know, the, the fewer decisions that, that basically that we have a finite number of decisions that we can make each day. And so the more things that you can kind of automate, AKA the, the more routine you can have, the easier it is, or the, the, the better you'll be able to make you know, key decisions. So, you know, if you have your routine of, of, a, of a morning routine, you always, you know, you always do, do X, Y, Z when you first get out of the morning, you have, you know, have a glass of water and, and, and go for, go for a walk with the dogs or whatever it might be. Um, you know, you always run at lunchtime. You always run after work. You always run first thing, whatever it is, you know, but just having those routines. So there's things that you don't think about makes it that much easier to balance all of the, all of the variables in life. So, you know, as, as runners, I, I, you know, as a coach, I love getting my clients into a routine. So, you know, it doesn't always work for everybody. And sometimes the routines have to shift and change. But if we know that on Monday, it's always, you know, four easy miles to just kind of shake loose after the weekend. And we know that Saturday is always the long run. And we know that Wednesday is always the long, always the yoga day. Hint, hint, that's my routine. <laughs> um, but, but just having that routine. So it's one less thing to think about. It's one less decision you have to make. You're just able to, to go and, you know, like Chrissy said, sometimes you drop some plates. Sometimes things don't always go the, quite the way you want them to go. But um, having that structure, having that routine, that consistent pattern in place is is huge to allow us as much as possible to get as much things in during the day or as many things in, pardon my English there, as many things in during the day as we possibly can. So um, if, if you're struggling to find balance, if you're str- struggling to, to keep your wits about you when, when life gets, gets uh, is just normally crazy, and especially when it gets even a little bit crazier, would definitely encourage you to, to think about kind of just starting to, to get a little bit of a routine, get a little bit of a pattern going to your life and see if that doesn't help. But uh, anyway, it was just a good reminder for me, and that was certainly why it was my takeaway today from the conversation with Chrissy. And, and again, would love to hear what it was for you. What stood out to you from this episode? Let me know. Shoot me a tweet at Dizruns. Shoot me an email, Dizruns at gmail.com. And you can always head over to the show notes for this episode or any episode and leave your comments, feedback, questions, takeaways there. Uh, and the, the link for this one, Dizruns.com slash 561. Um, and uh, that is where we'll put a bow on things today. Definitely, you know, if, if, you, if you enjoyed Chrissy, uh, today and, and the conversation we had would definitely encourage you to check out her podcast, bad case of the runs. Just search for that on whatever podcast app you tend to listen to. You should be able to find it. Um, and it's, it's a fun show. Usually about 20, 25 minutes comes out 
pretty typically every Monday. Um, actually pretty much every Monday, not, not typically always on Mondays. Um, and, and it's, it's definitely one of my shows that I enjoy listening to just kind of get the, get the week started off. Right. A couple laughs talking about some running, um, you know, and, and, and her whole, her whole routine that she has there. It's, it's a good show. Check it out. Um, and once again, be ready on racedaycom If you, if you want to check out the book, haven't, haven't already done so, uh, all the information is there. Order links through Amazon, order links through the website. If you want me to sign it for you, um, sample chapters, if you want to check it out, it's an easy read. It's not overly technical. At least try not to be, try to make it as simple as possible for you to make the best training plan for you to help you be ready on the day of your race. So be ready on racedaycom And now let's officially put this puppy to bed. Uh, thank you all for listening. Hope you enjoyed this one. As always, if you did tell a friend, spread the word, always appreciate it. Uh, show continues to grow. Show continues to add listeners. And it's because of y'all telling, telling other people about it. So very much appreciate it. Uh, more so than I, I maybe make it, make you aware, but, uh, thank you for all you do to help the show grow. And, uh, you know, I, I hope to be able to continue to pay it forward to you by bringing better, bringing more guests in, interesting guests in, bringing better sponsors, giveaways, the whole nine yards. There's a whole host of things that are, are in the works. And the more people that listen to the show, the more uh, people want to pony up and make some things happen. So uh, hopefully we'll have some fun things to be telling you about in the not too distant future. But until then, please be well. Please take good care. Uh, thanks again for listening and uh, have, have fun out there. Enjoy your run and uh, we'll talk soon. See you guys.